0: Imposter syndrome is something that a lot of people go through.
1: It's very common.
0: I thought that not everybody did go through this. And so I thought that I was the only one. I thought that I'm just not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I'm not cut out to do whatever. So a lot of people, if not everyone, goes through this at some point in their life or throughout their entire life. I'd have been Mm -hmm. to say probably throughout their
1: entire life. Yeah, to some degree. Mm -hmm. And most everyone even if people don't think that they deal with imposter syndrome, they have at some point in their life and they have just been able to push that back to the sidelines. And pretty much everyone is dealing with it to some extent or degree at all times, whether or not they are willing to admit that and being truthful and honest. But to some degree, most of the time, you will have at some point in your life imposter yeah.
0: syndrome. And I remember starting out, especially on this journey, but in the path I've had it, but I remember starting out on this journey this particular business thinking that I didn't know anything, that I wasn't an authority in the space, that I didn't know what I was talking about, and that I couldn't go out and teach other people because nobody was going to listen to me. And that's completely false because I know more than what I knew three months ago. What I and I know more than what I knew a month who ago. You
1: put that in your head that you didn't know those things? Imposter syndrome, we've imposed that on ourselves. We are the ones that put that pressure on ourselves to be something that we are striving to be or that we want to be that we are not yet, or we want to put the appearance out of that we are something that we're not just yet. Yeah, yeah. imposter syndrome, it's self-imposed. That pressure is not coming from the outside. It's a voice inside your head. That's saying, hey, for whatever reason, this is something that you don't know anything. You can't go in and you can't teach and you can't do those things.
0: Yeah, it can be. And it can definitely come from outside sources. It could be from friends, family, from other entrepreneurs. But a lot of it is internal, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of it's internal.
1: So external resistance, that's something that people who are only striving to be right here, they're not going to understand why you even strive to be up here. Why are you striving for that excellence? Why even push that extra mile? They're not going to understand that. So you might have some resistance on the outside coming from that way, or people just saying, like he said earlier, that that won't work.
0: Do what? Move over to your left. You're off the camera.
1: Oh, my bad. I'm not watching myself on camera.
0: But Yeah. And... It's one of those things where it's hard to it's hard to get over, especially if it is external. You want to seek, I don't I'm I wasn't listening to you. I am looking at your camera I love the not in the middle of the room. <laughs> But getting in on supportive communities, having friends and family support you.
1: Yeah. Being around people and, and you've heard you are the people that you hang around with. And we've said before, if you're wanting to be a more positive-minded person, you need to surround yourself with people who have that mentality, who are more positive-minded. And being around those people, you're going to start doing those things and taking on the behaviors that they are doing, whether or not you realize it, whether those are good behaviors or bad behaviors, you're going to start doing those behaviors. And so if you can surround yourself with people who have the positive mentality, if that's what you're going for, then you'll see yourself start developing those characteristics.
0: Yep. Sure. And then going into the internal resistance, like your ego, that's a big one, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people let their ego get in the way. I know I did when I was first starting out. And then the fear, fear of failure is a big one too, because you get into this and you're like, and it's not so much for me anyway, it wasn't so much failure in that I would just fail it was in that I would fail and others would see that
1: be so, judged by others for right. your failure
0: or amanda my wife failing in front of her or having my friends be on facebook that i just quit
1: yeah like, but we need to okay. replace the word failure in our vocabulary because failure like you're never unless you're just a prodigy which ryan likes to claim that he is I but know. you are not going to be successful at everything that you do on the first attempt when you hear the word failure they get discouraged Fuck failure. Failure is just a word that has a negative connotation and it It is an attempt at success. We hope it's going to be a fruitful, successful attempt. That's what we hope. But the word failure has such a negative connotation to it. Just like what he was saying there, like I was scared of failure. Really what that translates to is you're scared of jumping on an opportunity and you're letting yourself hold yourself back. You're letting all of your insecurities and your self-limiting beliefs hold you back from the opportunities and things that are available to you because you're believing these negative thoughts in your head. Sometimes I feel like I'm failing, but then I see people and they ask me about products I post about. So they're watching and they're interested. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it too, you don't, you don't realize how much, like how much impact you have on people until something happens. Like when we were sick recently, we had a few people reach out like, Hey, I haven't seen you. Like, What's going on? And especially two or three months ago when we were out. So people notice, like people
1: yeah.
0: actually watch your content. They want to talk to you and, and whatnot. They just, for whatever reason, we get in our own heads.
1: And see, so we're talking about <laughs> imposter syndrome. And you might be putting out that piece of content thinking, I don't know about this. Or I, I'm not too sure about this, but you put it out there anyway. To those outsiders, they're not seeing that self-doubt. They're not seeing that okay, not too sure about this. What they're seeing is you're being consistent and you're showing up and you're doing it. And when they consistently see you posting about these things and the products, they're like, okay, Priscilla is continuously posting about this. This is something that it's not just something like a one and done. She's posted about it and she's never going to post about it again. Like I see that she's consistently posting about these products. I'm going to reach out to her. So you just doing those actions and being consistent and pushing through your own self-doubt and limiting beliefs can have an extremely positive effect on yourself and on the other people, whether or not you know that, or they take the time out of their day to tell you that, because 90% of the time, people are not gonna take the time out of their day, even though you might make them think something, or they might be scrolling on your content, oh, hey, Priscilla, yeah, I haven't talked to her in a while. Oh, hey, that's a cool product. They might not take the time out of their day to go, hey, you know what? I haven't seen something from Priscilla today. But they'll notice when you start doing those things and you're consistent. And then if you fall back, they'll notice. So you do have an effect on people, positive or negatives, especially. And it makes a difference when we're talking about getting yourself into if you're wanting to be, for instance, a more positive minded person, getting yourself into people in a community who are more positive minded. Yeah. Hand, hand
0: And some of the things like I can't do this, some of the negative thoughts, I'm scared to go live. I don't want to go live. Uh, or just, I don't want to make content. I, I hear a lot of, I don't want to get in front of the camera because people just don't think that other people will want to listen to
1: that. Or, I've not made a high-ticket sale before, so nobody's going to buy from me. Everyone was at that point. Some, like at Ground Zero, everybody yeah. started there. Everybody
0: We started, we started at Ground Zero. Yeah. Right? There was a time we didn't have a high-ticket sale. Exactly. There was a time we were scared to go live. And there's times that I've in the past that I've felt, oh, Hey, I can't, I can't do this,
1: yeah. And there are times that, like he said, you we've talked about throwing in the towel once before, and all it was is self limiting beliefs, these doubts in our head that and they weren't put there from outside sources for me, anyway. They weren't put there from outside sources for me, it was more of an internal thing. I wasn't one to be scared about being judged from others or outsiders about anything, mine was more self-imposed and imposterous and exactly i haven't done this yet before so they're going to sense that and they're not going to want to buy from me we all start somewhere
0: yeah and it's just one of those things where you just you build on what you have
1: you don't want to think of it this way that every doctor has a first real surgery that they perform every pilot has a first real commercial flight that they fly like We all start somewhere, and I don't know why there's such a big hang-up on connotation on this. Literally every profession, everything that you do in life, there's a one point in time where you have not done it before, and it's the very first time you've ever done it. I will get (laughs) off my soapbox now. But yeah, Yeah. it's crazy to me how people are like, I can't do that because I haven't done it yet.
0: Yeah, so some, some simple things you can do. You can journal negative thoughts. I've tried that. I've never really been... At it, but you can journal to write those down and basically just try to challenge yourself, challenge the, the thoughts that you put down. Some of the things you can do, you can just, for lack of a better way, just do it
1: through it. Sometimes just push through it. Yeah, what I was going to say is you can set yourself <laughs> up for success, and there are multiple ways of doing that, making sure that you're focused, being consistent. The way I like to think of it is like when you're training a dog or a child, potty training, you do like a like the reward system. And for me, if I know that I'm going to start implementing a, a change in my way of thinking, for instance, like I'm going to say in the minute I get up in the morning, all right, instead of, hey, it's time to get up and get going. All right, let's say I made that in this mindset shift that I'm going to change that every morning when I wake up. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to set myself up for success, which is the same thing that you do when you're training a dog or a child. You want to set every problem up for success. So I know that I like little rewards and treats. So I'm going to build that into the system for myself. If I can go seven days of doing that consistently and I can hit my goal of that, guess what? I get a reward. So that gives me something to look forward to. I'm setting myself up for success. Doing that is going to help me stay focused long term. Let's say one week, my my treat to myself, it might be going and getting, I don't know. Suzy. There you go. I, I wasn't going to go that big, but yeah, I was going to go like <laughs> weekly treats are small. And then the monthly treat, if I complete that task for a month, then you can do a larger prize. But something like if you're setting yourself up for success on things, if, if we're saying just push through it and do it, that can be very hard. So whatever that object is you can make a game out of it and say you know what I'm going to do this and post content for instance I'm going to post content I'm going to post at least two pieces of content every day for as long as I can that's going to be a hard goal for me to maintain so I'm going to build some use some tips and tricks set myself up for success build some re- rewards into that if I do it for a week boom I get a treat if I do it for another week I get another treat if I do it for 3 weeks in a row on that fourth week I get a bigger treat, set yourself up for success. Sushi, set yourself up for success. I think that's something that's missing a lot of times. Like when we talk about, especially mindset shifts and things like that, we talk about staying consistent and doing those things, but we don't really talk about how hard it can be to stay consistent and do those things. And if you're not thinking about how to set yourself up for success along the way, it's gonna be extremely hard to stay focused and maintain that focus to get your goals. Treat myself to a local coffee shop. Absolutely, there you go. Whatever your treat happens to be for you, once you find that out, use that to your advantage. Set yourself up for success. And like for me, for instance, let, let's use the example of woohoo when I get up instead of okay, all right, I'm getting up out of bed in five, four, three, two, one. So just little things like that. I know that I'm going to work better on a reward system, so I'm going to incorporate that for myself
0: yeah and then by powering through it you gain the skills right you gain the skills you gain the confidence and then it's not as hard to just get up and do it next time because i'm on a roll now so i might as well keep going
1: and then it becomes habit
0: yeah and that's how it was like when i first started getting up at five in the morning i hated it like i did not want to do it but i knew i needed more time in the day so that's what i needed to do so i started getting up at five and I just, I got up, like I got up with the mindset of I'm getting up and I'm doing this and I'm not talking myself up. And then after a week, two weeks, I think it was like two or three weeks, it was a habit and I just did it. So yeah, you basically just have to make things up to go off on the consistency. And
1: Well, no, and what if you can do it for, let's see, Atomic Habits by, there you go. I was just going to do that. Atomic Habits by James A. Clear is a great book. It's helping yep. me with that.
0: Yeah, I have not read it yet, but it's on my list for sure.
1: James Clear, Atomic Habits by James Clear is a great book. It has helped me with my habits. Yeah. And so if you can start doing things for smaller increments of time, like obviously long-term goal, we're going to say, let's do this for six, nine months, whatever, but start small, start small and say, you know what? I'm going to do it like this for a week hit those goals. And slowly those goals, like he was saying, those goals will slowly become, okay, I've been doing it for this long now. It's just like, it'd be a waste. I've gone 27 days in a row. Like, why am I going to mess up number 28? Might as well just go ahead and do it. And then at some point it, it becomes, okay, it's time to do this. And then it becomes habit. And once it becomes habit, it's ingrained in you. And so then you don't have to worry about those treats along the way anymore because, okay, so you can go out for sushi every now and then, but you don't have to, you're not, what, should, what I'm trying to say is you will find yourself that you're not looking forward to that treat as much because it's not as big of a burden for you in your mind. You'll still be looking forward to the treat, right? I think you'll always look forward to sushi, but That's you true. won't be looking for, as forward to it as much because you won't be dreading the task as much. That's fair. Sushi is
0: life. Um, but yeah, as you grow these skills, you get more confident. Like we could, for instance, right now, we don't have a lot of people watching our lot. I and mean, we took a break, two or three months, two, two or, two or three, half. something like that month break. And so the numbers dipped off and we could easily say, this is not working or this is not worth it. But it's the mindset you need to get in to say, you know what, no, this is just a negative thought. We had it to where we had, I think it was like 10 Mm -hmm. to 15 people.
1: At least 12 on one.
0: At times. And so we can get it back there. We just have to stay consistent and keep Mm -hmm. doing it. Right. It's just like the YouTubers. You see a lot of your big YouTubers. That's how they got there. They started off. They didn't have any subscribers. They didn't have any videos out. They sucked at their videos when they first started making them. And then they just got better over time. And they kept putting out content. And then eventually the audience just came and now they're 500,000.
1: And now it's one of those things where it's cool to be like a look where they came from type thing. Like, and oh, I was watching back when. We don't need any (laughs) Johnny-come-latelys. Just get here when you can, but no. But also in us doing these lives, it helps us. We enjoy doing them. And I would like to think that you guys get some value out of them too. And us showing up and being consistent hopefully goes a long way in you guys journey as well to show up and be consistent and do those things, whether that's, it doesn't have to be a live or it doesn't have to be content. It can be posting. It can be just be showing up as yourself in your content, being more authentic and just being honest about everything. But
0: Yeah. And so like, and you see all these successful people, right? They had the limiting beliefs in their head. They had the, the imposter syndrome happening especially in the early stages and we're such a instant gratification as a society we're such a we, how do you say that we're I'm so instant into instant. yeah exactly so
1: we're an instant gratification society
0: and so we we want it now not two three four years down the line and and that's hard for a lot of people especially in the youtube game especially in the affiliate marketing game where you have to build up your audience right you want to build up the audience grow your group whatever and so a lot of people come in and they're like, I can hit 10K in nine days. And then they really get in here and realize, oh, that's not going to happen.
1: A lot of that too, is because <laughs> the people aren't necessarily honest with the, yeah. what they're putting out there with, and people are coming into affiliate marketing with under the wrong impression too. Yeah, so there's sure. that aspect as
0: well. But you have all your successful people fail at some point, right? Mm-hmm. But the difference is successful people, they use that as a learning Multiple opportunity times. and they mm-hmm. grow. Whereas random, whereas regular people that aren't into entrepreneur and, and building businesses and used to failing, they they see it as a setback and they say, right. you know what, this is not working.
1: And that's why I have said it before, but I really like I, I hate the word failure. And I challenge you guys to drop the word failure out of your vocabulary and replace it with something else, an attempt, an unsuccessful attempt, a doozy, something. A doozy. You've never heard the word a doozy. That one was a doozy, but something in your head, because the word failure automatically has such a negative connotation with it, but you're not going to have success without failure. And you're not going to have success without probably multiple failures. So if you are going through life going, you know what? I'm scared of failure. You're not going to have success. You're not going to have that. I use that word. See? See? She uses the word doozy. Not the only one. Yeah.
0: So one way to get around this whole imposter syndrome and and these Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs is to be honest Mm -hmm. to your audience, right? Be authentic. Be transparent. Because when you started out or when you start out, you don't want to be like, I'm making six figures or I'm making 10K a month already. Because eventually people are going to figure that out. And they go, they're not really making that much money. And then it's going to make you look bad. But not only that, but you're not you're, not off honest, the line you're yourself, lying to right? yourself. You're Why lying to your you? audience. Yeah. And so being honest, it, it sets you up for success because your audience goes, okay, Ryan hasn't made X amount of money yet, but I'm watching his journey, right? I'm watching him go from zero to 5,000 to 10K to whatever. And so that gives one, it gives your audience that, that look that, what is it about, the looking from outside, right? Looking inside from outside. So looking
1: why? from the outside.
0: Right. So they see that journey and they can grow they can go on that journey with you and then they can take what you're doing and apply it to their life or to their journey. Oh,
1: absolutely. And so I I'm not one for lying anyway. I hate lying. I preach honesty. So be honest. Why would you not? And you don't have to cover anything up if you're honest. Let's say you did get into this game and you started lying like what Ryan was saying, you know what, I made 60,000 in the first 20 minutes. And at some point you're going to be uncovered. And then at that, from that point forward, everything that you say isn't going to be called into question and not trusted. So why do that? Be honest, don't lie. If you haven't made that money, just don't say you have. There's a, there's an easy way around it. You don't have to lie. You just don't have to say anything about it. And people can ask you, what well, have you made X amount of money? No, I haven't, but I've learned a lot of other things that have been useful within this business and outside of this business as well. Be honest. Not every win is about monetary wins and a lot of people get hung up on that.
0: Yeah. And then, like I said, share your personal stories. It makes you relatable. And so like sharing, like I said, sharing your journey, but also sharing the stories that happen in your life, right? If you have kids, that's pretty easy to do. But if you're on your way to work, you get road rage, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a story or something happened at work. You can put that in your content. Just be relatable and you want to share your personal story. So
1: people, people only know you from online. They don't have the real world version of you. So they don't know the little intricacies that happen within your life of what happened while you were sitting in line at your local coffee shop, Priscilla. They don't know that the car in front of you decided to pay for your coffee and the coffee behind yours they don't know those cute little things so let them know oh speaking of that the other day the starbucks guy his name is oliver he was great but apparently the car in front of me had their order paid for and did not wait. And so it messed up everybody's order and she had an $11 order that had been paid for. And I I forgot now what it was, but yeah, Oliver was not too happy that she would not wait in line for that. But yeah, your audience doesn't know those things happen to you, If you can put those real world things that happen to you into your content. That's going to be another way that they're going to not only relate to you, but trust trust you. Because when people tell stories, that's how you relate to them. And that's how you get to know them. And if you don't feel like someone, you're not going to feel like you trust them. If you can let someone in on your life and let them in to go, hey, these are this is my life here. Look at it, see what's going on, and they'll trust you as long as you're being honest. You'll appear more genuine and be more genuine, be more connectable. Connectable? Yeah, connectable, relatable. That's the word.
0: So we want to reprogram our subconscious to basically say, hey, I'm not an imposter in my business. I'm not an imposter in this industry in this space, I do know what I'm talking about. I may not be an expert, but I'm working to get towards that expert. A lot of what we go through now as adults are formed in our head or shaped in our beliefs are shaped as young. We have to reprogram a lot of that, especially if your parents didn't give you certain beliefs. And so you have to. Shift that mindset to if your
1: inner voice is more of a negative (laughs) inner voice, this can be harder, but it's totally possible to do to reprogram your subconscious. It goes into what I was talking about earlier about how just little tweaks, okay, ready, instead of five, four, three, two, one, here we go. Getting out of bed, little tweaks like that, going through line at your coffee shop, Priscilla, you turn on your favorite song, little tweaks like that, you'll find that, okay. That might not work for you. That, that's something that works for me. But if I know that works for me, little things, I know reward system works for me. I'm going to use that to my benefit to, hey, incentivize, is that a word? Incentivize yep. myself to continue going.
0: Yeah. And some other things you can do is instead of saying, I can't do that, let me figure out how to do that. Or I can do that. Let me learn it. Uh, and just realizing that you can do a lot more than what you think you can. Rewording
1: things. Yeah. If you see something and you want it for whatever reason, you can say, you know what, I I just don't see myself getting to that point, whatever. You're probably not going to get to that point because in your head, you are never going to get to that point. So why would you ever strive to work to get to that point? Because in your head, you're not there.
0: And one of the things that I'm I'm really looking at is talking about shaping these beliefs. Since we have a two-year-old now, or an almost two-year-old, one of the things is like my parents said a lot of times, I can't afford that was one of the things that they said. And so instead of saying, I can't afford that, let's add something. And I think this is in Rich Dad Point too. And so saying, I can't afford that, say something more like, how can I afford it? Right. And So just little things you can tweak.
1: Your mind is your most powerful tool. Yes. I knew what you were yeah. going for there. Yeah, your absolutely. Voice. It okay. is. And your mind can make or break you. And not all of us had that sunshine roses, rainbow, and sprinkles voice inside of our heads. It can be hard, but it is totally possible to reprogram it. You just have to be aware of it and to you have to strive and want different. Because if you're a-okay with that negative voice inside of your head telling you you're never going to get there, you're never going to do it, you're not going to amount to that, you won't because you're never going to work past that. You're never going to strive for that because in your head, you're already complacent with the fact that, mm, okay, I'm not going to get there. Yeah. And why would you work toward it? But it's totally possible to reprogram through little tips and tweaks. It is possible. Yeah.
0: So things that you can do to help you reprogram, like, like we said a few, but positive affirmations, they... Don't really work for me, or at least I haven't had experience. Evolve your, your brain. brain
1: by Dr. Joe. good, read. But Add that to the list. So
0: positive affirmations. A lot of people will say things in the mirror mm-hmm. to themselves. Some people put sticky notes on their monitors and whatnot to remind them of things. And so visualization, that is, that's really what worked for me because When I try something, a lot of times I'll visualize me actually doing it successfully before I do. And so that helps me a lot because then I've already done it in my head and I've already been successful at it. And so then I just go out and I do it. Um, There's a life
1: hack for you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I had uh, Something I was going to say is something I've seen recently, a lot of people doing, and I've not tried it myself, but if you see something that you want saying, I want that for myself and we're how can I get that for myself or I will get that for myself and put a positive spin on it instead of I want if you can turn it into I will and that means I've already done the action well I will be taking the actions I will be making actions in a positive direction toward this goal of this and so if you can put that out there in your head Then it's already out there in your head. So okay, I've said it. So now I've got to stick to it. So it's going to help you along the way if you can say, "See, I want it." Okay, I want that for myself. We're going to work to get that. How we're going to work to get that? Let's get that. I want that. I tried that, and they turn it into white noise. I tried that.
0: It turns into white noise. I I missed that all the other. I think we bypassed
1: the affirmations, saying Ah. things to yourself. uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yes. And I tried it too. And I just couldn't. It's not
1: for everyone. Different practices work for different people. Journaling works for seven people. Seven rings. I want it. I got it. I'm not an Ariana fan, but okay, I'll give you that (laughs) one. I'll give it to you. The lyrics are good. Or That part, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. But but yeah, I want it. I got it. Absolutely. Yeah. And what always comes to mind for me, honestly, I'm going to show my age a little bit here. But if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my (laughs) DJ revolves it. Seriously, that's what comes to my head. Ice baby, vanilla ice. There was a problem yo also. Yeah, that's what comes to my head. So whatever works.
0: Yeah, uh, so and going back to the reprogramming, I just realized I, I had some other notes. So there's a theory, and I don't remember this theory, but I had it written down from a while back. There's a theory that states by age six, we have most of our subconscious programming completed. Like before age six, we don't have any beliefs installed. And so they just... They're shaped by our environment, by the people that we're around, our parents, our siblings, whatever. And so that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I've always heard that your the voice that is inside your head is basically, or your parents' voice is the voice that's inside of your head. So if you had more of a negative childhood, more of a negative upbringing, chances are that the voice inside your head is going to be more negative. If you had more of a sunshine, roses, positive upbringing environment, chances are that voice inside your head is going to reflect that. But yeah, that kind of goes along the same lines of that because most of, yeah, all, your brain is formed at such a young, early age. That makes total sense. I don't know if it's fact, but it makes sense. So
0: it's a the theory. Oh, I so, thought you said
1: a fact. Okay. So
0: yeah. I feel like it's pretty close to me.
1: Oh, we're going to go. With, okay. It's on the internet. So they can't put it on the internet unless it's true, right? Exactly. There you go. And
0: then moving into a service mindset and we covered this. Was it last? It was last, last week. week. So how can, can I help you? you? Instead of saying, what's in it for me? How can I make all this money? How can I quit my job? Quit my nine to five and, and live in a beach house and have a yacht. Instead of that, it's, it should more be like, how can I serve? my audience, how can I create
1: how can I help them?
0: How can I create content that helps my audience learn mm-hmm. something or do whatever it is you're doing in the space?
1: And what you'll find is it's more rewarding too. It'll make what you're doing be more rewarding because you'll see that people are more appreciative of it because you're helping them. You're using what they're telling you they need help with and you're saying here you go, I'll help you with this. So they're going to be appreciative of it. And it also
0: helps with like how it helps alleviate some of the imposter syndrome feelings because you're focusing on creating value for people and not how can I make money? How can I do this for myself? Mm-hmm. So pretty sure it is factual. It, it is in one of the books I recommended as well. See, I told you it was fact.
1: Pretty sure you <laughs> said it was theory. I didn't say it was fact. I said it was theory. We can rewind that. Yeah, I, I got a DJ somewhere back there.
0: And then teaching, right? Teaching others what you know. And, it, and if you're just starting out in the space, you may feel like you don't know anything. And that's fine. There are people that know even less than you if you jumped into any kind of challenge, any kind of course, anything, or if you've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole of what is affiliate marketing and how can I do it or what is whatever industry you're the space you're in more. Than the majority of people out there that are just like, hey, maybe I you can know
1: more that. than the person who is like, what's affiliate marketing? And
0: that was so hard for me to understand in the Absolutely. beginning. Absolutely. And my thing was, I saw these other people just posting these point pointed videos, and I was like, well, I'm just going to stare at the camera and do that because I don't know what I'm doing. And and then I quickly, it wasn't quickly. I slowly started realizing that I actually know some shit, and I can actually teach that to people that don't know what i know i can teach that to people that don't that haven't been in it as long as i have or that are three months behind where I teach and and then on top of that when you teach something you learn it a lot faster a
1: lot deeper Deep,
0: there you go i yeah. was gonna say better but i feel like that anymore.
1: you learn it on a lot deeper level if you were trying to make sure that you understand it or learn it in a way that you can explain to people because chances are you're explaining to A group of people where not everybody is on the same level. So you're going to make sure that you know that topic a little bit more in depth so that you can teach it on a level that these people that are on entry level understand, but these people that are right here also understand. And going in the beginning, no, you might not have that deep of an understanding, but as you're preparing these teaching things, these tools you'll start diving in deeper and you go, Oh, okay. Now that makes a little bit more sense.
0: And then as you do that, it reinforces your knowledge and then it boosts your confidence. Absolutely, right? And
1: that comes across in your content as well, because people like confidence is something that people can read. It's what am I trying to say? It's, universal like it it goes across all languages confidence is something that you don't have to speak the same language to someone to know that they're a confident person that translates Yeah, yeah if imposter syndrome is something that you've ever struggled with let us know and let us know what worked for you on how did you deal with it for myself like i've said it's it's little tweaks in mindset and thinking and a reward system
0: and and just want to throw this out there too it's not like tweaking your mindset it doesn't happen overnight. Oh, no. We've been trying to fix our mindset for what, five, four, five
1: years? A ago? long time. Uh, and we still have a long way to go. Yeah, so it's, it's a process. And I don't think it's a process that will ever stop. I think it is an ever evolving, ever changing process. I
0: know, honestly, like I said in the beginning, I don't think, I honestly think that imposter syndrome, I think it's just there, right? I think that everybody goes through it. And some people mask it better than others, but I think it's always there. And it's just something that you have to, it's just like your negative faults, right? Mm-hmm. You have to just go, you know what? I'm just going to push those aside and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing.
1: Even though you might not be an imposter in this realm anymore, you might still deal with feeling as though you're an imposter. Yeah. And, that, and that just goes back to your self-beliefs of that. And that's something that everybody goes, it definitely takes a lot of work and it's ongoing for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And,
0: and and while you're doing this journey, you hear things as you've been doing it for a while, you'll get one if you're not, if you're not keeping up with your testimonials, like people saying things in your DMs, people posting comments and stuff about your whatever it is you're doing well, definitely do that. Take screenshots and mm-hmm. say, but just hearing those things will help with your confidence too. So we went to a party with for yesterday. I was yesterday, talking to a buddy of mine that I, I hadn't seen him in year or two we were talking and when I first started doing this he was sharing my content sharing all my videos every time every day almost just,
1: every video and then yeah. he
0: just he said it just got to the point where you were putting out so much content it got overwhelming and I was like I, I think you're doing great so I'm just gonna leave it alone because I don't want to keep blowing up my profile but he said it's crazy to see how far you've come with the video in the beginning my video content sucked right because I had no idea what I was doing I was around the same same time i'm like i'm an imposter in this space i don't know what i'm doing i'm just gonna point the screen and hope for the best where now i can edit my videos I'm through puberty again i can edit my videos and i know how to edit them i know like lighting and, and how to, how to angle confidence. the camera and i have more confidence in it mm-hmm. and he can tell all of that in the video and he's seeing my videos now and he's like man it's literally like watching those youtubers that you see go from zero to you know of of subscribers to a hundred thousand subscribers and so that made me feel really good and and it's little things like that that you'll hear and you're like okay you know what i'm not an imposter in the space i do know what i'm doing i do know some shit Mm -hmm. and i can actually get out there and teach it and get confident and and get better
1: your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts Absolutely. absolutely 100 100 priscilla All right, guys, that is it. We're going to wrap it up tonight for you. I don't know what that was, but (laughs) we're going to wrap it up tonight for you. We will see you next week. Toodle.